Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religion to customs, festival to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。台湾的民间工艺包罗万象，从篆刻到漆艺、刺绣到剪黏，各行各业的匠师们用他们的双手打造出最具有地方色彩和民俗意象的美术成品。每一门民间工艺都带着一套严谨的传统与师承，而这些大师们手上的文化技艺，在科技产品日新月异的二十一世纪，会面临什么样的挑战？这个月就让我们来谈谈台湾的民间工艺。Taiwan's folk arts are much more than artistic disciplines; they represent the colonial history and cultural memories of this immigrant-based nation. As technology advances exponentially in the 21st century, how will the craftsmanship of the old clash with the manufacturing ways of the new? This month. We'll talk about the folk arts of Taiwan, and for this week, we'll talk about Taiwan's mosaic tile sculpting, traditionally an artistic discipline for decorating the temples and pagodas of local communities. Taiwan's 剪黏工艺早期多数用于寺庙的装饰，历史非常悠久，而且工法独特。这周我们邀请到台南市艺术家协会的常务理事叶明吉老师。为我们说明台湾剪黏的历史、发展以及传承。For this week, we invite Master Ye to tell us about the art of Taiwanese mosaic tile sculpting. 今天我们要讨论的是剪黏这个工艺在哪里最常见呢？其实剪黏这个东西它是蛮可爱的一个东西。嗯，早期是没有剪黏啊，当我们剪黏是从明末清初才传到台湾过来。嗯哼，在明朝末年。在中国大陆也才有剪黏这个东西。那在中国大陆呢，剪黏它大部分属于长江以南才有的一个寺庙建筑。在长江以北是没有剪黏，很多的寺庙建筑，我们在寺庙界才有一个南寺跟北寺，南寺北寺，最主要是因为天气的问题。因为长江以北会下雪，长江以南不会下雪，哎呀，到目前也是。那因为你会下雪的东西，你在你的屋顶上做那么多剪黏，那个剪黏它会被破坏，潮湿吗？是这样子吗？不是，他说，因为下雪的话哦，它的整个屋顶它会积雪，嗯，雪越积越多，它会有个重量嘛，它会把那个剪黏压坏，而且。你看，有会下雪的一个国家呢，呃，甚至会下雪的地区，他们屋面都很斜，而且那屋面上几乎没有障碍物，嗯哼，就是它不能让它把整个雪卡住，因为雪越积越多，它会有重量，它会把屋顶压垮，嗯哼，它必须要让它给滑下来，对，所以它要让它掉下来，啊、嗯哦，所以它必须要很陡。那当然，在长江以南呢，大部分都不会下雪，它只会下雨。那第二点就是说，越不会下雪的地方，代表它的气候越温和。嗯
气候越温和呢，它的农作物就丰收。嗯，对，因为早期是以农立国嘛。嗯、那当然，农作物一丰收呢，它的那个工商业它就很发达，很发达，它的经济就不错。啊，经济不错，大家口袋就有钱。啊，有钱呢，有一句闽南语叫做“五级”，它会当过八道。阿巴多先过，巴卡再过福州，就是就是神明嘛，对，就是你肚子你要温饱、嗯，你温饱之后的话，你才能够去有多余的钱去盖庙啦、嗯，哦，去考虑到神明啦、啊，哦，啊，让他过得好一点啦、啊，然后佛祖呢又比较有有金碧辉煌啊，这个也是跟天气跟经济有关系，嗯哼，对，您有没有这个感觉说，哎、欸，好像有有很多古庙很漂亮？嗯但是为什么在修古迹好像越修越糟啊？路者路败啦，在早期的一个寺庙的建筑，他们是没有建筑师的，因为他们都是村里嘛，每个村每个里，当然他们都有寺庙。当然寺庙来讲，他们就是说，哎，这些人整啊来的大代志，他们的面子问题，所以都他们不会把他们自己一个部落的一个信仰中心用很简单的方式。发包出去、嗯，所以他们一定会结合整个村庄的力量，到处去看，嗯、看说，哎、欸，人家哪个地方做的比较好，再去探寻查访，说，哎、欸，啊，还有很很多的口碑，很多的风评，当然他是最好的，嗯、找他来就没有错、嗯，那找他们几个过来，啊，根本庙方呢，他可以完全不管，庙、嗯、庙方的动作只是说好好的对待这些师傅。我爸他们早期，他们去到工地哦，真的是我很羡慕。那个整个当地的百姓啊，当地的耆老啦、啊，对他们很好。嗯哼，哦，腮乎等腮乎对，然后早上工作哦，做到一半腮乎啊，假凉哎。嗯哼，下午呢，师傅啊，哎呀，辛苦了，吃点点心。到了晚上呢，还有那个宵夜可以吃。早期他们在做寺庙都是这样子。他们整个村庄、整个部落是用他们全体的力量来招待这些师傅，哦，这是心态问题嘛？那当然，早期出来的寺庙建筑，都让人家叹为观止，说：“哦，怎么会这么漂亮 ？”The skill of mosaic tile sculpting was introduced to Taiwan from mainland China during the Qing Dynasty. It didn't appear in China until the Ming Dynasty in the 15th or 16th century. And was mainly seen in temples south of Yangtze River. This has something to do with the climate. During winter time, it often snowed in places north of Yangtze River, making roof decorations impractical as they could easily be crushed under the accumulating snow. Areas south of the Yangtze enjoyed more moderate weather and a higher level of economic activities. And so people had more money to splurge on their gods. In Taiwan, restoration of old temples sometimes left them in the worst condition. Professor Ye says it's because modern-day craftsmen don't enjoy the same kind of respect and goodwill from their local residents as their predecessors once did. In the old days, building a temple was a big deal, and all villagers would put their hearts and minds into it. Back then, there was no architect, but leaders of the village always made sure they hired the best and most experienced builders and artisans the village could possibly afford. 
During construction, these craftsmen not only got three meals a day delivered to them, but refreshments in the afternoon and late-night snacks as well. That's it for our conversation today about the relationship of communities and mosaic tile sculptures. Tomorrow, we'll talk about the difficulty of passing on the art. This is another tales and treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night. Mm-hmm.